Negative pressure wound therapy accelerates healing in poor quality wounds. It is also termed VAC, vacuum-assisted closure. Contraindications for vacuum-assisted closure include untreated osteomyelitis, wound malignancies, and bleeding. A moist wound heals faster than a dry wound. Maintaining a moist wound environment facilitates all three phases of wound healing. Dressings for red granular wounds are occlusive, semi-occlusive, or semi-permeable. Necrotic wounds are treated with wet-to-dry dressings. Infected wounds should not be dressed with an occlusive dressing. The underlying mechanism of abnormal scar formation is excess collagen formation. Scar management begins the first day of wound healing. It is important to prevent wound tension and inflammatory response with healing wounds. Scar treatment interventions include controlled motion to facilitate tissue gliding, massage to realign tissue, and constant gentle compression. Modalities that may assist with scar remodeling are moist heat, paraffin, ultrasound, and electric stimulation. The radial slope of the distal radius is an average 22 degrees, and the ulnar volar tilt is 11 degrees. The dart thrower's motion consists of wrist extension combined with slight radial deviation and wrist flexion combined with slight ulnar deviation. The ulna is separated from the proximal carpal row by the TFCC. In neutral, the ulna and radius are the same length. Ulnar paradox. This refers to the different manifestation of a high ulnar nerve lesion at the elbow and a low ulnar nerve lesion at the wrist. In a high lesion, the clawing is, paradoxically, milder than in a low lesion. This is because the low lesion hand muscles are weak, but the long flexors, which are supplied by the ulnar nerve just below the elbow, are not affected. In the high lesion, the long flexors are weak, and therefore, clawing is milder. Ulnar variance at neutral is when the radius and ulna present with the same length. With an ulnar positive presentation, the ulna projects more distally than the radius, associated with ulnar impaction syndrome. In an ulnar ulnar negative presentation, the ulna projects more proximally than the radius, associated with Kienbach's disease. Ulnar variance changes with forearm position. It will be more positive with maximum forearm pronation and will be more negative with maximum forearm supination. Ulnar variance will also increase significantly during a firm grip. In supination, the ulna and radius are in close alignment, which makes the ulnar head less prominent. While in pronation, the radius crosses over the ulna and the ulnar head becomes more prominent. The interosseous membrane connects the radius and ulna. Normal wrist loading is split 80% to the radius and 20% to the ulna. Adduction contractures of the thumb are difficult to rehabilitate after burns, and they result in limited prehension and compromised mobility. The best intervention is early application of a C-bar orthosis to avoid difficult contractures. In the elbow, the anterior capsule is taut in extension and lacks inflection, while the posterior capsule is taut in elbow flexion. The annular ligament encircles the head of the radius and allows the radius to spin during supination and pronation. 
The thumb IP joint is primarily stabilized by the collateral ligaments and the volar plate. A varus deformity is a medial angulation of the distal segment of a bone or joint. The opposite of varus is called valgus, which is an angulation away from the body's midline. A stenner lesion of the thumb occurs when the aponeurosis of the adductor pollicis muscle becomes interposed between the ruptured ulnar collateral ligament and the insertion site at the base of the proximal phalanx. Since it is no longer in contact with its insertion site, it cannot spontaneously heal and surgical intervention is required.